0: Welcome to the Next Level Life Podcast. I'm your host, Christine Corcoran, founder of Periscope Coaching, qualified life coach, NLP practitioner, business coaching speaker. The Next Level Life Podcast is all about taking your life to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview, with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner to help you push past your fears and inspire your soul. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'm your host, Christine Corcoran, and today I'm chatting with Amy Andrade. Amy is a wife and mother of three and successful network marketer. She's been named as one of the top earners at number 27 within her company and also just recently been announced as the next millionaire within Australia. Throughout today's episode, we talk a lot about how to thrive in a location-free business and how to live your life on your terms. We talk a lot about leadership and how important it is to show up and also how to pour greatness into people until they can see it in themselves. There is so much goodness in today's episode and I really hope you enjoy it and I can't wait to introduce you to Amy Andrade. Awesome. Wow. Thank you so much for joining me today, Amy. I'm really excited to record this podcast with you today.
1: Thank
0: you. Awesome. So let's just get straight into it. Tell me a little bit about your backstory and a little bit how you got into network marketing in the beginning.
1: Okay. So it was about four, almost four years ago now, um, I was a huge skeptic of network marketing, to be honest, not open-minded at all. Um, In fact, I was the type of person who would run from the network marketing friends when you walk past them (laughs) in the halls. Um, So not open-minded whatsoever, but what attracted me was the product. So I got started with that and I was just um, finishing out my Bachelor of Midwifery at the time. So I'd been studying for four years and my plan was to become a midwife Um, so I just I had a great experience um, with the products and just kind of started sharing so network marketing developed quite organically for me I guess I went from a huge skeptic to seeing that really all I was doing was sharing something that I loved with other people so I guess I just stepped into it that way
0: nice nice Mm. and I think too like I'm not sure about how you feel about network marketing but a few years ago, it wasn't really on the radar of a lot of people, like in Australia, I think there's since there's so many different ones that have popped up definitely did you have challenges back then when people were asking you what you were doing or you were trying to talk to people about
1: what you do um, i I don't think I had a lot of challenges like you know you hear of a lot of other people who you know friends kind of freaked out when they started a network marketing company I didn't really have people around me that um, met. Me with a lot of negativity about it I, I was probably more negative towards myself than <laughs> anyone else around me but you're right people it, it's not something that was really an accepted
0: mm. business
1: model and still a lot of people still mm. think that way um, but I, I don't know I think the way you the way you work your network marketing business really will determine the reactions you get in most cases yeah. So once, I think if you're approaching it as just sharing something that you really love, it doesn't have that salesy kind of confronting feel to it. And that's what I think has turned a lot of people off is that confrontation and the intimidation and, Mm. you know, all that kind of stuff that surrounds it. And I noticed too, like with the way that you... Uh, I guess, share the product. It's not something that
0: I see you blasting all over social media. Like it's not necessarily like you've got an Instagram page and it's like, this is what I do. Like you Mm -hmm. do it very differently. I would imagine what has that created something like you mentioned. It's sort of happened organically, but did you think about doing that? Did you start doing that at the beginning? Like,
1: yeah. When my memories pop up (laughs) from the start, I have a bit of a chuckle. Um, But I think it's, you're right my social media doesn't blast what I do um, because my social media is me and I'm not just my network marketing business um, you know it's got my kids on there just the normal day to day stuff we do my friend's family um, and the posts that come up with you know my business are lifestyle related um, and I really want to keep it that way because that's what people see that's me that's all of me it's the you know my whole life all encompassed into one mm. and i want to create curiosity i just i it's nice when people kind of wonder what you're doing and they come to you and they ask then you can get into a conversation with them about the things that they're looking for because in any not just my network marketing business but all network marketing companies most of them, there's a solution for lots of different people and you can tailor it to that person. So it's not just one blanket, this is what you do um, and this is what you'll get out of it. People have different goals. So when you're in a conversation with someone to find out exactly what they're wanting, then you know how you can help them. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool.
0: And so tell me, did you set out with goals right from the get-go?
1: No. when I initially started up well I guess actually I suppose the answer to that might be yes my goal was more energy that's all I wanted I just I physically wanted to feel better yeah that was it Um, and that kind of progressed and then so actually now that you've asked that question I'm I'm thinking more about it Um, each time I've realized the potential like a different potential within this company I guess I have set a goal to, um, you know, pursue that and to first, like I said, it was to feel better. And then, uh, once other people were feeling great and I was sharing organically, then the goal was get hubby out of work. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I guess the answer to that question is yes.
0: (laughs) How long long did it take before he was off work?
1: 10 months. Wow. Yeah that's huge 10 yeah, months yeah and so did you have a transition from work as well like finish studying and then... finished studying I'd finished studying and I was applying for jobs at the time so it was the beginning of December that I got started within the company and I had already applied the about two months prior um, to a couple of different hospitals for a midwifery position and by the end of January I was receiving um, an income but from my network marketing business. But I think the key was I'd seen a bit of potential. So my thinking had gone a little bit bigger from what it was before, actually a lot bigger by that stage. And by the end of January, I knew I didn't get a position in one of the hospitals. So I think the timing of everything just worked so perfectly together because instead of getting upset that I'd just studied for four years and there was no job for me, I'd seen the potential of something else, something different and something that was actually going to take us down a path to bring our family together, not take me out of the home as well. Yeah. Awesome.
0: And so when they announced that you were the most recent millionaire in Australia, how did that feel?
1: Uh, Surreal actually. Um, we'd been expecting it for a few months, but you know, we weren't tracking to see exactly when it was going to happen, but, uh, the company were kind of. They let us know we were getting kind of close, and um, so we knew it was around the corner, but it was eight o'clock one morning, and my phone rang, and it was a a private number. And I was like, oh, I'm not gonna answer that. I was brushing my teeth at the time. (laughs) And then it kept ringing, I was like, no, I really should. And it was the founder of the company, and she was calling me to congratulate us on becoming the latest millionaire. And I thought I was kind of prepared for it (laughs) to happen, but I wasn't at all, and it just, even still, it feels, it just feels incredible. Like if I think of someone looking at it from the outside, because I mean, I've been in this for almost four years and I've lived and breathed it. I've woken up thinking about it. I've gone to bed thinking about it. Every, you know, I, I'm thinking about it all the time. It's, it's just so much a part of me. So when I think of someone from the outside, I'm the type of person who really does think about what other people think and I network marketing has done a lot in the way of helping me cope with that Um, but I I still do I still do think oh wonder what those people will think when they see this and when I think of those people looking at that it's less than four years of earning that amount of money and it seems crazy Mm. seems absolutely crazy but there's there's the golden nugget I guess for people to really see that network marketing is it's a legitimate business Mm. model 100%. It really is totally. Yeah. Mm. So tell me, what does your day to day look like? So every day looks different. It really. Um, I'm not a. I'm not big on routine and planning. Um, so every day, the the one thing that's constant is my phone by my side. That's every single day. So I'll get um, messages through the day, calls. Um, I'll do a few Zooms each day, but because of the nature of the business, I can book those things in, in and around my children, their basketball, when they finish school, uh, when they go to bed. So the thing that's constant is the phone, the messages. I'm always messaging backwards and forwards on my phone, which I love. Um, And I might have five Zooms that day. I might have none. I might have three coffee dates and a lunch meeting, or I might have none hubby and I might go to the movies or it's just different every day.
0: Yeah. And so with your phone by your side all the time, do you set yourself what, you know, when you switch it off and you just have family time or how do you balance that?
1: I, when I have times where we're doing something as a family, I'll just put my phone on silent and I've, I've um, set it to not vibrate when it's on silent as well. So I really can't see it. Um, but other than that, the kids know that when I'm on my phone, I'm not just scrolling Facebook. I might be putting a post on our our support page or, you know, answering someone's PM. So they know that when I'm on my phone, it's because I'm creating the income for the family. Um, but it's just as easy to turn it on silent too. Nice. Hmm. And so what do your kids think you do? So you know, those quizzes that go around on Facebook, one of them was, um, ask without prompting, ask your children a few questions. And one of them was what, what does mummy do for work? And my eldest said, um, she changes people's lives. So that, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that was really cool actually to hear. I was just kind of a bit silent for a second. I was like, Oh, oh. that's did really tell cool. kids at that? <laughs> yeah, so they know that um, I help people with different things to impact their life in a positive way. Nice. Mm-hmm. And so, what would, is there, has there been a purchase that you've made that
0: has really made you sit back and go, wow, like I've really done this, I've been able yeah. to make a living out of this?
1: Yeah. Um, our two cars. So the, The first car, my husband had, you know, he'd wanted to get himself a nice car for ages. And it was after he had retired. And I I use the word retired sort of... um, Loosely? Very loosely because we work. Like, this is a business. But when he left his uh, bread run, which he'd been doing for about 11 years, we went and um, he picked his his first nice car um, which was an Audi and he just absolutely felt like a million bucks choosing Mm -hmm. his own car because we hadn't been able to go and buy a brand new car before ever Um, and the thought of doing that felt like it would never happen either when you're in the grind of traditional Mm -hmm. business you're just getting that that amount to live every week and there's no thinking bigger Um, so that was the very first one the second was when we bought Uh, a new family car Um, that was probably more of a moment for me Um, beautiful big car uh, for the kids and their friends so that one personally for me was probably my biggest aha moment
0: nice Mm. and so over the four years how do you feel that you've changed by working through this or the journey of network marketing
1: wow changed in a lot of ways I used to be very close-minded to everything anything that I didn't uh, think I you know I thought I knew about it anything that I didn't know about I just dismissed it all the time Mm -hmm. so it's definitely helped me to um, open my mind up be a bit more um, open to possibilities uh, well for sure open to possibilities Um, And also really when it comes to relationships with, I'd never done personal development before and I'd never continuing down, you know, the life I was in, which was a great life for me at the time. Don't get me wrong, but there was no avenue of personal development. I didn't really even, I wasn't aware of it. So when I started network marketing, with that comes a lot of personal development and you know going to events and reading books and just being surrounded by people who are trying to build other people up was um has really contributed to a change in me the way I look at the world the way I show up for my family for people in the team and for strangers Mm, really wow yeah it's huge Mm, that's
0: awesome so what would you say to someone who's looking at starting their own business and getting started
1: in it? In network marketing? Yeah. Or in business in general? Well, <laughs> I'm a huge advocate for network marketing now. So my first <laughs> advice would be find a network marketing company, yeah. <laughs> find a home. and But no, in all seriousness, any type of business, go for it. Just go all in because... You can make anything happen you really can with the right tools with the right people around you with the right mindset probably is the most important thing you really can do it Mm. you can create you know what you want
0: beautiful Mm. and so what what do you feel like you've created for your family
1: a lot of choice um, a lot of freedom and by freedom i mean if we want to go on a holiday we can um we can choose a school they can choose their sport Uh, we can take them to early morning trainings afternoon trainings nighttime things because we can choose our work schedule um we've created possibilities for um for us as a family and for the kids moving forward i think i've we've been able to instill a a growth mindset into our kids which is which is really huge because mm. I didn't have that before but to just show them that you can choose whatever you want to do pursue in this life what lights you up what makes you happy pursue that
0: mm. that's mm. amazing and it's so true like so many people sit in dead-end jobs and think that's all there is yeah they really don't take a step back and go well I could create something from what I want to do and when you find what lights you up when you find what You know turns you on like it's so important to really follow that because I think so many people are Walking around as zombies like totally we see it all the time. Hey, Mm -hmm. so how do you feel when it comes to building relationships within business? How important is that to you?
1: Oh, it's it's everything. It's everything Um, particularly in the network marketing um, business relationships are everything because it's all about the people Mm. and to create success in your own business You need to have a great relationship with every single person in it, and what you need to, well, what I need to be doing within my team is helping them create their own version of their freedom, because that will look different to everybody. So if if you're not in a great relationship with someone and you don't know what they're wanting out of it, then you're You're just you're selling (laughs) a hundred percent. That's right. And you're you're showing up for them in a way that they don't want you to show up for them. And it just it doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. go anywhere. So is
0: there anything that you do when it comes to relationships that you find is really important? Like, obviously, follow-up in business is important. But is there any aspect that you feel like you always do when it comes to building the relationships?
1: Ask them personal questions. And that's something that I've had to learn how to do because not a lot of people out there want to get into deep and meaningful conversations Mm. and they think that by asking personal questions about you know how people feel about certain things what their insecurities are you know what their big dreams are they're just too scared to ask that stuff and I was so I've had to learn that for a start Um, but asking them why they want to reach those goals and what it will mean for them because once you can really get to that um, that emotional connection, then you're building trust, you're building rapport, and then people know that you really genuinely care about them. Mm.
0: That's huge. Yeah. It's so huge, and I think people aren't willing to get into those conversations. Yeah. You know, it's so huge, when it, and it makes such a difference in someone else's life when you do actually show that you care. I guess mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's massive when it comes to business, hey? Yeah. So can you think back to a time that you had maybe a roadblock or a setback what was going on for you then and how did you feel you overcame that
1: so last year was a pretty tough year um for me personally and i'd probably say that was my biggest roadblock and it all came down to me um so the whole year it was it's kind of strange because it was an incredible year but for me emotionally and personally it was It was quite hard because I was letting the opinions maybe um, of other people because in this type of business, I'm surrounded by a lot of people and I've got a lot of people who are looking to me for leadership, which was actually one roadblock for me a couple of years ago was really stepping into that leadership role and feeling worthy to do so. But in like in anything, for the... For the positive, you've got the negative. So surrounded by a lot of people who are looking to you and expecting all different things from you, uh, it's very hard to spread yourself so thin. And I think last year was a lot of me learning how to do that Mm -hmm. and how to take the people who feel like I didn't show up for them how I should, um, how to take that on board without really beating myself up about it. So that was probably my longest roadblock. I went for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn through it? So I learned that you can't be everything for everyone. No one can. So true. <laughs> so true. As much as you want to, and particularly in the when you have built relationships with people and you're really emotionally invested in helping those people, because once they join my my business. They've committed to me and I've committed to them. So when I feel like I've let someone down, um, that's really, really hard to take. Mm. But at the same time, a lot of people need to take a little bit of responsibility and accountability for how they show up as well. So I learned lots of different things. One of them being that everyone is responsible for their own own wins, their own, (laughs) you know, that's right, feeling stagnant that's really how they're showing up and I I can't want something more for someone than they want it for themselves so sometimes I just have to let them let them go with that yeah Yeah. Um, and also that's really you know we're just talking about relationships and through last year was when I was really learning the importance of that because the people that I had great relationships with they can tell you, this is what I need. I feel like I'm not getting this from you. This is what I need. And I love that because then I can be like, awesome. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. So when you think about um,
0: areas or challenges, how do you, how do you motivate yourself to be able to do that for other people? So is there something that you do on a regular basis? Is there something that you book yourself into on a something, you know, once or twice a year, like is a development that you do? What is it that you do?
1: So our company have um, a, a particular, we have lots of events, but one of them in particular is uh, the personal development event and I make sure I'm at that once or twice a year. It is absolutely amazing and it's it's really great for me personally and how I show up, but also how to understand what other people need and how I can change the way I show up for them. Um, so that's an absolute non-negotiable is, you know, two, one or two of those events every year. Um, the podcasts are really awesome to listen to. Um, they really keep your mindset on point and on track and just remind you of why you're doing, yeah, you know, what you're, what doing. you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm not a real um, calendar person so i don't have you know i hear of all these people and it's really great (laughs) habit to get into i'm sure is writing that list the night before of what you're going to do the next day i i don't feel like i really that doesn't feel good to me so i don't do those lists um but every day it's just if i'm out and about and a conversation opens up where i can show someone how i can help change you know what they've just told me about then it's a non-negotiable to talk about it yeah and then once you send information it's a non-negotiable to follow up with them so that's kind of and that happens at different rates it could be five people in a day it could be no one so that really is sort of fluid in you know what happens each day but the follow-up is an absolute must within 48 hours of speaking to someone
0: yeah wow that's yeah. huge some people think you know it's in their court now i'll leave it up to them and right. they want to get back to me whereas yeah. follow-up just really shows that you care yeah and you're actually really wanting to help them mm-hmm. that's beautiful is there any great advice that anybody's given you over the years that you've really something that you've constantly played in your mind or tap into it
1: could be sure in is. general or it could be business <laughs> like any any aspect Something that really sticks with me all the time is a book I read actually um, on growth mindset versus fixed mindset. And that's something that's just, it's had a real impact on me. And I, you know, I talk about that with my kids all the time and everything they do every day. Oh, I'm not very good at that. And outcomes of so what do you mean you're not very good at that? Hang on a minute. You're learning. Do you want to be good at that? Is yeah. the question. Um, So just that, I think that's one of, it's the first thing I thought of. So I guess it's one of the biggest things, um, so far from me is to just, you can, you really can create anything you want. You can make yourself great at anything you want to be great at. Um, so how do you keep your, your mindset positive? I so the, the guy who runs our personal development events, he, um, he talks a lot about not taking other people's negativity on. Mm. And that goes a long way to keeping your mindset strong. Um, like I said before, you can't change how people show up. You can only be accountable for yourself. Mm. So keeping my... Um, my mindset positive is just surrounding myself with great like-minded positive people um and to just always understand that what someone is going through is not a reflection of what i've said what i've done of my life it's we're all on our own journey and we're all learning as we go um so i love that yeah just really knowing that I need to be responsible for how I show up every day um, and I don't want to feel like crap so I need to stay positive. <laughs> is there any non-negotiables you have with your health or fitness that you do
0: that keep you positive as well?
1: Yeah so um, a healthy lifestyle is really important to me and keyword there being lifestyle I'm not a um, gung-ho health nut. Fitness freak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I am addicted to F45 that's definitely a non-negotiable Um but exercise, it, it clears your mind. It gives you all those good feelings. Um, I, I think a healthy lifestyle is an absolute must because when you're when you're in the throes of you know when you're in holiday mode and you're away and you're eating rubbish and you're not exercising, everything starts to go downhill. Your, so true. Your mindset and everything. So that's really important to me. Definitely to live a. A healthy lifestyle yeah lifestyle I still enjoy yeah. <laughs> the things
0: I like but and so is there a, is there any routine that you play through it whether it be a morning routine to set you up for the day or an evening routine to wind down not really I, I don't
1: really have routines for anything yeah it's a nice no, way to be. <laughs> I, a friend actually just gave me a book um I've read like two pages so far and um it's the one I'm on right now is about creating a, you know, setting yourself up mm-hmm. for the day about creating that habit every morning of, um, I haven't got really into the book yet. Is like like I said, I've just started. I think it is. Yes. Yeah. I've heard about that. Yes. yes. Yeah. And it's what to do for an hour when you wake up, just wake up an hour earlier. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you after I read the book it, what, yeah, you know, yeah. what they say <laughs> to do for the hour, um, so yeah no i'm definitely open to teaching myself a new habit for the morning because right now i don't really have anything nice
0: and i think too like i have read a similar book i'm not sure if it's the same one or not but when i first read it i was like an hour i'm like are you joking whereas i started with 10 minutes i'd set my alarm 10 minutes earlier yep. and then it just sort of played on from there and so i would do one positive thing in the morning that would set me up and it was not check Facebook straight up (laughs) that I had to stop. Yeah. Um, And I would just do a mindfulness practice. So whether that be three minutes, five minutes, whatever it might be, read a book for five minutes, meditate for five, go for a walk for 10, like Mm. something like that that would just help set me up for the day that it was giving me the ability to set my own intention for the day rather than reacting to the world. Love it. I think it's so important. I've really found that that's really changed a huge aspect of my mindset. Definitely. Not to backtrack or anything, but what was the book you were talking about with the growth mindset? I think it's called Growth Mindset. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll have to get the name of it and put it in the show notes. Oh <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it's it's one of the best books I've ever read. Awesome, yeah. very cool. Um, so you're an avid reader. It's just something that you do. I'll go through if I'm into a good book, I can't put it down. But I'm not, um, I'm not an avid reader. I don't go from book to book to book, which is strange because I actually really enjoy reading. So. Yeah. It's probably something to think about of why I don't do it all the time. Yeah, all right. it could be a morning ten minutes, <laughs> okay. Yeah, awesome. Is there anything
0: that you notice, or is there some certain people in your life that you notice as successful, and what stands out to you about them?
1: So the my mentor um, in in my business, she she helped me from the beginning from for you know absolutely how to use the product how to feel great and then on to you know creating a team and creating an income so she really really stands out to me because what attracts me to her is her freedom mindset. Cause I really think freedom is a mindset because you can be making all the money in the world, but you still don't feel like you have freedom mm-hmm. that, that more comes from within, I think, but she really embodies that. And she, anytime I asked her a question or asked her for something, I needed her for something. She was always there. So she, I look to her as how I want to show up for my team. Mm-hmm. Um, And she's extremely successful, but looking at her, you you just wouldn't know. So she's extremely humble, and I just love everything about that. Nice. So you mentioned before
0: um, you elaborated about your leadership role and how that sort of changed over the years. What What are your beliefs about leadership? What do you feel is important?
1: So leadership and I really really struggled with this I remember going I qualified for a top achievers event and it was a leadership event and at that time I didn't I didn't feel like I was worthy to be there I was there with these people that I knew within the company were leaders and they were really successful and I felt like well here I am amongst all these amazing people what am I doing here um, so i've I've learned over the past few years that leadership just really is Showing up for people and a lot of times when you don't feel like it, but being there all the time, showing up for people um, and being not even an example, um, but almost just people look to you and they feel like they can do it. So that's, that's what I really type of leader I want to be, is to show people that they have that greatness within themselves and to help them to see that. Because when I um, bring someone into the team and they become successful, it's not because I've made them successful, they've made themselves successful, mm. but to just really pull greatness into people until they can really see it for themselves. That's what a, a leader is to me. Mm. Nice. Love that. That's really cool. <laughs>
0: So when you think about, obviously in your, in your business, you share the product to a lot of new people mm. on a regular basis, you would say. Yeah. So I would imagine you would experience some form of rejection mm. from certain people. Oh, yeah. How do you handle that?
1: Oh, it's all good. that No one's rejecting me. They're just rejecting what I'm showing them. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how do you then communicate to your team that are going through the same challenges? How do, mm. you, um, how do
1: you help them through that? I I pretty much just say that and I you know when you're showing your product to someone in any company when you're presenting your product you need to know that it's not for everyone and that's okay it doesn't have to be for everyone and you don't want to fall into the trap of being too scared to hear a no because you'll hear more no's than you will hear yeses it's just the way it is Mm. and again that's okay because you want to have people start with you that really want to do it you don't want to be the best convincer in the world and you're convincing these people to start and they're kind of like oh i don't really know why i'm doing this (laughs) you're a really great salesperson that's 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 not what it's about it's
0: not about the relationship then it's actually to the point of just getting that quick result yes but then in in the long term it's really not helping you to build right there's no
1: retention in that whatsoever so just sharing that you know with people and from the very start i i like to set people up for success as much as i can so Telling them that you will get more no's than you will yes's, but don't feel bad about that. When someone looks at you, say, this is what I'm doing, and they're like, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. They're not saying you are ridiculous. They're <laughs> saying, I don't like that product or whatever it is that you have. They don't like it. They don't have to.
0: <laughs> Did you have any experience in the beginning when um, communicating to your family what you were doing, that you had any pushback like that?
1: Um <laughs> kind of, they weren't, I mean, my, my family bar one, um, tried the product almost straight away. Um, probably just cause it was me that was telling them about it. Um, but I mean, I've been doing this for what almost four years now and only one sister is on board with me, which is Fine. and that that's actually something that I found really hard to deal with was that the people I cared about the most because I wholeheartedly believe in what I do, I think you have to be to be mm-hmm. successful um, so I know that this can change so much for people so when the people I love the most don't see that that's kind of that's when it gets a little bit hard because yeah. uh, you want it for them so bad um, but It took me a long time it was actually Lisa Nichols I went to an event um, and Lisa Nichols spoke and she said that no one else has to understand your vision God put it in your head for a reason and that was a huge light bulb moment Mm. for me because they didn't understand it but they don't have to Mm -hmm. and you know that's really cool and funnily enough probably six months after that was when one of my sisters said right I want to jump in this with you (laughs) once I'd completely let go of all of that, you know, feeling. Expectation. Exactly. Yep.
0: That's so huge because I think, you know, I've, I've definitely come across that as well with starting my own business as well. And I think it's something that I feel that my family or my friends could be more supportive in that aspect. And Mm -hmm. then I, you know, really have to pull myself back and go, well, that's my expectation for them. And it's so true. They don't have to have your vision. They Mm -hmm. don't have the, um, ideas that are going through your own mind about what you can achieve they've got their own world and their own journey and their own life going on yeah and it's sometimes hard to go but
1: you should be in this too <laughs> yeah it really is <laughs> so
0: how do you keep going what, what is it that keeps you getting out of bed every morning and doing what you're doing
1: oh it's more of the same I, i'll i'll just i live and breathe this i it would feel strange to me if i wasn't If you went to a nine to five. Oh my gosh. Don't swear at me. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I, now that we've created, um, some choice and freedom within our own family and we've experienced things that we never thought we would, that's what keeps me going. And I, that day that my husband, um, told my daughter they didn't have to go back to work anymore like actually anymore that's it he didn't even have to go to work that night and she burst into tears at the age of 12 wow she she understood what that meant and watching that I was in the corner and I was just watching them have their moment together of course I was in tears in the corner and I just really went everyone needs to know that they can do this every single family out there um and I say family because that's that's what I experienced but young old single family whatever everyone needs to know that they can create life on their terms design your day everyone should know that that's a possibility and particularly watching my husband and my daughter have that you know time together and just going we're a 24 7 family now Wow never in my wildest dreams did I think that would happen until network marketing came along Mm yeah, that that was one of those moments—the pivotal moments. You know, you yeah. hey, have a couple of those through your life. Yeah. That was one of mine. So that's what gets gets me up every day, because everyone can have that. But if no one tells them that they can have that, how do they do it?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wow, that's huge. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so if you think, when it comes to, oh, let me ask you this: What's what's next on the horizon for you guys? Is there now that you've achieved? you know, you've been announced as Australia's millionaire. What's next? Is there something that you have set future goals? Do you think
1: down the track? I do have, um, we have a business goal, you know, the next rank, you always hit something and then you set the goal for the next one. That's just kind of, you know, the, the normal goal, I guess. But what's next for us really is, I don't have a tangible goal as in a certain amount of money or The rank kind of doesn't really even push me is it an experience maybe it's continuing to be able to live life on our terms but you know the more money you bring in the more you can do that Mm -hmm. so the more you have the more you can give so when I look at goals in terms of business goals it's more um, it's not X amount of money or X rank it's just continue to build bigger and bigger and bigger. Because as you do that, it's more experiences open up Mm. and to do that, I need to be helping other people create that. So it's this massive roll on effect. So it really is more of the same. And the more you do more of the same in this business, the bigger everything gets.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Is there anything that you're working on personally at the moment?
1: Um, well, this book about creating a morning ritual. Yep. That's, um, something that's on the forefront of my mind. Um, like I think with, with network
0: marketing, some people get into it with an idea of funding something else for them or another, uh uh, dream or another, um, business idea or anything like that. Is there anything else that you'd like to explore?
1: Personally? No, but my husband does. He's, um, he, with a friend of his, they're just, um, in the process of, um, Kind of planning and starting up a, a business in shoes. Wow. <laughs> so he is a sneakerhead. He absolutely loves his shoes, um, and he's got a friend who's exactly the same. So um, now that he's got time, I know random. He's um, he's pursuing that, which I think is really cool. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Is there anything that you do to celebrate your wins? Like, is something that when you have something big happen within the business or within your team, what do you do to celebrate?
1: Um gee, I don't really ha- actually have like a, a particular thing we do to celebrate things, but anything within the family. So when we hit our millionaire status, we um, we went away, um, went out for a beautiful dinner and stayed out for the night, which was nice. Um, but I think, and I don't I don't want to sound cocky or anything like that but when you really do live a lifestyle where we can just up and go anywhere do what you want whenever, whenever you want, want to <laughs> it's not um like celebrating a milestone may not be that different from something we did the weekend before okay. so <laughs> <laughs> so i really we don't have a particular thing that we do but it feels damn good yeah it feels good (laughs) and I think celebrating just knowing you hit that is enough it's that that satisfaction of you know Mm. reaching something that you had been working towards is all the celebration you need I think
0: nice if you think back over your experience of not just working in business but obviously life in general has there been any major moments or where you've experienced an aspect of failure that you feel that has kind of held you back or has been a roadblock
1: for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had people quit um, and I've kind of put that on myself um, and that's definitely a feeling of failure. Um, when you know that someone has seen the potential and you know got really excited about it but for whatever reason they've stepped away, um, that for me is a feeling of failure. Um, What more could I have done for them? How else could I have showed up that, you know, may have kept Mm. them going? Um, So that so far they've been my biggest feelings of failure because I I think it's important when you set goals to know what type of person you are When you don't hit a goal. Mm -hmm. So and I I say this to my team all the time when they're setting goals I want to know how are you going to react if you don't hit that goal? And if it's like, I'll be like, oh, well, that's okay. I tried. Then let's go big. Awesome. Let's find a big goal and set it. But if you are just going to feel like rubbish for the next two weeks that you didn't hit that goal that you set, then let's make it quite realistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is so
0: true. People do often set massive goals that yeah. are unrealistic and under overestimate what they can possibly achieve in mm-hmm. a small amount of time. Mm-hmm. And that can sometimes really affect your self-worth and your self-belief. Definitely. Whereas if you set goals that are 150% achievable, mm-hmm. it sets you up again to then want to win again. Yeah. So I think it's so important to really be realistic when you're setting goals. That's, yeah. that's great that you impart that in your, in your mm-hmm. team. That's really cool. Is there anything, obviously with the lessons that you've learned over the experience of understanding that other people's outcomes or results are not a reflection on you, then when you experience failure like that, how do you turn that around for yourself?
1: My personal failure, Uh, I'm okay if I don't hit my goals. Maybe I'm too blase, I'm not sure, but I I don't want to try and make myself be something I'm not. So lots of different people will set massive goals and they'll work so, so incredibly hard to get there and they'll hit the goal and they'll feel so great. Mm. I'm like, well, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to set a big goal and I'm okay with that. So... When I don't hit targets that I've set, it's just...
0: You don't necessarily make it mean anything about you as a person. Exactly. It's just the outside goal right.
1: that I'll be flexible and change it up. And you need to also reflect as well. So I'll look back on and find the reasons perhaps why I didn't hit the goal. Um, like you didn't talk to enough people that day or... Um, you didn't follow up on every single person that you'd spoken to. So once you can figure those things out, they don't have to be failures. They're just learning moments. Mm-hmm. So you can pick those things out. So it's just about planning what you're going to do, do it, then review it. And then you can just change the way you attack the next time. But it's so not it. a failure. Totally right. It's just mm-hmm. a little bit of feedback of what didn't work. Yeah. Change <laughs> <then> it. <laughs> yes. Try something else.
0: <laughs> How do you feel your family has changed through the journey of, of uh, network marketing? Oh
1: man, positivity is huge. Um, I personally feel a lot more calm and settled, um, even, even tempered. I, I think I'd even say, um, because when you don't have the week to week stress, that just takes away so much of that mm. angst that, you know, most families feel on a weekly basis. Right, how many fights do you have about money? <laughs> huge, it's huge. Um, so that's changed and that's, I mean, that's an integral part of, you know, where we are now compared to where we were four years ago. Massive difference. Um, I really feel like, um, kindness and contribution are, are more, um, prevalent for us not that we were unkind before but to really notice people out there, notice everybody. Sometimes we're just so caught up in what we're doing in the rat race and you know thinking of the bills you've got to pay and all this stuff that it's really hard to take in what's going on around you. Mm. So when you alleviate some of that stress you really can look around and see what tiny things you can do mm. for someone on a daily basis and that's really cool to be able to do that and for the kids to be able to see you do that because then that's just what they'll do. That's
0: it. They're modeling that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. Beautiful. So what do you believe to be true about money? What does money mean to Mm. you?
1: So I used to be a bit weird about money, um, particularly, um, we're religious and sort of in the church money is not frowned upon in any way, but the pursuit of money is a little bit, um, you shouldn't want more than you need. Don't live beyond your means, and that is true. I believe that 100%. But growing up in that, and also you know, our parents' generation of you go to school, you go to university, get your degree, work in your career, pay off your mortgage, and if you're super successful, you can open your own little business. Or maybe pay off your university fees. <laughs> <laughs> right, after 10 years. <laughs> um, and to just live mediocre. And that worked for them, but it's not true in our generation. It's just not, it doesn't apply anymore. So I look at money in a different way to what I used to. I used to have that idea of, you know, money is the root of all evil. If things are going wrong, you watch, it's something about money. And I've really switched that into, not money is the root of all evil, but the love of money is yeah so if you're more focused on the money than you are of people then that's that's not a great thing and um, then the evil comes out <laughs> right that's exactly right but money just funds experiences money determines freedom money is contribution it's all, all of that stuff it's just a, a means to living a really cool life yeah awesome that's great awesome
0: so what are you excited about right now in life life
1: just life
0: (laughs) (laughs) anything else that's that's happening
1: for you um a, a trip through South America next year um we took the kids my husband's from Chile and he moved over when he was about 14 and you know living in that grind that rat race we thought we're never going to get back there. We wanted to take the kids um, to see Christian's grandmother lives there, so you know, we want to take the kids over to see her, to see where their puppy grew up, all of those things. And we thought we're never going to get there. But uh, it would be two years ago, in next month, two years ago, um, we went back. It was the first time we, me and the kids, had been there, and I. That was just like this never would have happened in a million years before. How do we afford 10 grand for flights is what we thought pre-network marketing. Um, So we went back, unfortunately had to cut our um, trip short to come home. Um, Christian's dad passed away while we were gone. So we we came back and we're going in March next year um, to finish that trip and To go through, you know, go to Mexico and Peru and Machu Picchu and things like that. Amazing. That's a bucket list for me. (laughs) I'm super excited about that. Um, Going on big trips like that with the kids is what really, really gets me excited. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Is there anything that you would like people to ask you about network marketing?
1: Oh, just like, what is it? I just want people to really want to know what it is because no it's not selling to your friends and you know no it's not weird (laughs) because they just the hang-ups that people have about network marketing as a profession it's just so not true but they're so ingrained in people um, that they just won't even be open to really seeing the truth about what it is and it's the it's the greatest thing that's ever happened Particularly to our generation because everything's online now. So true. (laughs) Everything. So having a, it's not even a home-based business, it's a location-free business. So you can go and work by the pool in Hawaii with your phone. You can be anywhere at any time and still be able to help and support your team and still share, you know, if you're in a global company you can still be talking about it when you're overseas and adding to your team, your global team. Um, So just, I just want people to ask, okay, what is it? What does it really mean? Awesome.
0: Yeah, (laughs) totally
1: right. And be open.
0: Yeah. Be open just to learning something new. Mm. Thank you so much for today. This has been amazing. I just want to really acknowledge you for being so open and honest and so positive in the way that you look at business and look at life in general in Australia right now. Like I think it's Mm. amazing and, the lessons that you've imparted on your team, I think they would probably be so invaluable, like amazing. So thank you. So. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think it's, you wouldn't have got this far if, you, if it wasn't, that's definitely the case. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the next level life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.